On the morning of March 30th, 2009, 52-year-old Harvey Looney and his wife, 48-year-old Valerie Looney, were found dead at their restaurant, Pizza Plus, in the state of Virginia. An employee arrived for his shift to find Harvey's body outside the restaurant and Valerie's inside the restaurant. The police said a money bag containing an unknown amount of cash and checks were missing. Police said a money bag containing an unknown amount of cash and checks were missing. Harvey Looney's throat had been cut. Valerie Looney had both a cut throat and blunt force trauma to her head. More than 200 interviews were conducted along with 20 polygraph tests and 125 pieces of physical evidence were examined by the Virginia State Police Crime Lab and FBI Crime Labs. The day the loonies were discovered would have been their 29th wedding anniversary. When detectives arrived at the crime scene, they noticed the bloodied fire extinguisher had been placed back in its holder. This led them to believe the perpetrator was familiar with the restaurant or possibly a former or current Pizza Plus employee. Christopher Looney, the son of the victims, developed as a suspect because he had no alibi and unlike other members of the family, he never called investigators to ask how the search for his parents' killer or killers was proceeding. Police eventually bring him in for questioning. Now before I play this interrogation, please accept my apologies. As you can see at the top, this interrogation was recorded at 10 frames per second. The Greeks and the Romans had better cameras than this police department. I have fixed the audio and the video and the audio was given to me in two separate files. So there may be some times where the audio and the video isn't in sync, but for the most part it is. The police will start by asking him to describe Pizza Plus, they'll ask him about the fire extinguisher, then most importantly they're going to shift the conversation to his credit history because they believe he may have done this so he could claim the insurance on his parents lives. Again I did my very best to edit it and make it as watchable as possible so please keep that in mind, I'll chime in myself periodically with my thoughts. Then the cutting table behind that, then the ovens, then where you cook that, then off to the side of it's where they had the washing machine and for the dishes and everything, and the table where they made dough. Did you ever get any um, emergency training at the restaurant? In other words, if there's a power outage or things like that, how to evacuate the building, no. anything like that. Did you know where the fire extinguisher was uh, located in the Not restaurant? Right off, no. Did you ever handle that fire extinguisher that was in that restaurant? Not that I know of. Did they ever do any type of tests on that fire extinguisher? Like sometimes they'll check it to make sure it's still charged or every 
uh, year or so, they'll come in and recharge it. Were you ever aware of any uh, testing done no. on that fire extinguisher? No. How would you say your credit history is? I mean, it's not good. So what would be what would be problems if I were to run it? What would I find? Uh, there would be some medical bills on there, and there would be a couple uh, one ring. Okay, medical bills. Whose medical bills are they? There's a couple that's mine. Okay, what, what were they for? I couldn't tell you right offhand. You don't remember what you went to the doctor for? Not, I mean, to be on there, not right off. So I went one time for my foot. Where'd you go to be treated? I actually went three places. I went to Clinch Valley, uh, out here at Tazewell Community, and then the doctor's office in Homemaker. I can't. Right there where new people's banks at. Mm -hmm. I can't think of the name of it. What were the uh, total of the insurance payouts on your parents? That I got was two forty-five. Since the payouts. Tell me things that you purchased that cost more than $1,000. I bought two vehicles. Okay, what were they? Uh, one's an 05 Chevy Tahoe. And what'd you pay for that? It's 15600 Did you pay cash? Yes. Any kind of deal for paying cash? No. And what else did you buy? It's a 1999 Dodge 1500. What'd you pay for that? Uh, 8,000. You paid cash for that too? Yes. What else would you say you've purchased other than the two vehicles? I bought an ATV. What would you say you paid for that? 7,000. Okay. What else? Anything come to mind? I bought some tools. Anything else? I bought another ATV. What'd you pay for the second ATV? Uh, $1,900. And then I bought a side-by-side ATV. How much you pay for that? Nine thousand. So what do you got? Like a hundred fifty thousand left? I've done some work on the house that we're living at. Okay, how much? Did you spend on that? Uh, just ballpark it. I just 
probably five or six thousand. Mm-hmm. What'd you have done for five or six thousand? Uh, carpet. All right. Uh, new heat pump. So the total you think you you just spent on a house just ballpark it. I mean, it wasn't a hundred thousand, was it? No. Okay. Well, what do you think it might have been just ballpark? What on the house? Yeah. It's I'm renting the house. Okay, so did you live anywhere else that you put any money into when you lived there? No. Right. So how much do you think you got left if you had two hundred and forty five thousand? Uh, I'd say one hundred twenty-five thousand. So it's clear the police are trying to get an inventory of everything he spent. Based on the six items he mentioned, he spent between forty-five to fifty thousand dollars. I know you uh, wrote a statement, and and I've, I've looked at it. But why don't we go back uh, the day before your parents' murder? Why don't you just walk me through from the day before up to the to the incident? What's well, on Saturday? I went to work that morning. And got off work around 12 because I only work half a day on Saturdays. And then stopped by and saw my daughters for a little bit. And then I went home. Okay, so what time did you get home Saturday? I really don't know. Just ballpark it? Probably three. All right. Was anybody home when you got home? No. When you said home, where is home? I want to make sure I'm talking about the the same place. Uh, My mom and dad's house. And how long have you been uh, living there? Uh, About a year, six months. Okay. Well, can you narrow it down? Because a year's 365 days and six months is about half of that. I would probably say roughly seven months. Uh And so what's the next thing that happens? I just stayed there and watched TV. So you're out there at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Mm -hmm. And you stayed there the entire... As far as, yeah. Well, you had a uh, an ex-girlfriend around that time, didn't you? Or a girlfriend? No, I had an ex-girlfriend. Bertina? Mm-hmm. In this time period, when was the last time you'd stayed with her if you were living at your folks? Um, Probably January, February of that year because she was doing some remodeling on her bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I helped do with it. I was there probably two months. So tell me what, what month you started there, what month you left? Roughly. Probably February and I left in March. Okay. So you March. started, you moved back with your parents in, in March? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Let me ask you, what you you said you stayed there Saturday, right? Stayed home. You went home. So you went home Saturday. Yes. And what'd you do the rest of the night? Just watch TV. And what? What went on after that? I went to bed. Okay. <laughs> what, what, I mean, what, what, what programs did you see on TV? I don't remember. How long did you watch TV? The rest of the night, I don't. Well, I mean, if you're saying you got there at three, right, mm-hmm. and you fell asleep according to your statement about one, how many hours is that? On, I'm good. you talking about Saturday? Yeah. I don't know what time I fell asleep on. Okay, well, on one of your previous statements, you'd said one o'clock in the morning. So I was just going off of that. So how many hours is that? Three. Ten. All right. So you're, you're telling me you you sat in your dad's chair for ten hours and didn't move? Well, I got up to, you know, use the bathroom or pick right. something to eat. All right. Who did you talk to on the phone? Nobody that I can recall. But you didn't have a phone? Yeah. All right. So, who called you? Nobody that I can remember. Okay. When you said you got up to get something to eat, what did you eat? Pizza rolls. All right. So, you, you're watching TV and you, you fell asleep. What time did you say you fell asleep? Then, I don't know. Probably. How did you wake up? Don't remember. Roughly. Probably 12 or 1. All right. And when you woke up, what did you do? I went to bed. What time did you wake up? On Sunday. Mm-hmm. Roughly 10.30. What was the next thing you did? I made something to eat. What did you make to eat? Probably pizza rolls again. All right. Did anybody come to visit you while you were there? While you were at home? No. So you didn't get any phone calls, you didn't make any phone calls, and you didn't have any visitors? On Sunday, I had... Dad had called me when I was at Rick and Bridget's Mm -hmm. that there was a county cop looking for me. Okay. So what's the next thing that happens? The county cop called me, mm-hmm. and I'll come up here to the courthouse All right. and talked with him. And how long did you do that? Probably 30 minutes. All right. Then what's the next thing that happens? I drove back, stopped by Walmart. All right. Got some food. Right. What time roughly you're at Walmart? Just ballpark it. I, probably 2.30. All right. Three. Then what's the next thing that happens? I went back to Rick and Bridget's. Um, Where was that? Rick and Bridget's. Okay. And they're who? Birch. They're a friend of mine with, I know them through Cartina. Okay. And how long long were you there? (coughs) Probably 
four more hours. Okay. That takes us about what, 7.30 at night? Roughly, yeah. Right, now what happens? Then I took my daughter home. All right. Dropped her off and talked to her mother for a minute and left and went home. All right, what time did you get home? Probably eight o'clock. Right. 8.30. So it's 8, 8.30 at night. What happens next? I sat down and watched TV. All right. How long did you watch TV this time? I woke up about 12 and went to bed. All right. And you're just watching TV? Yes. Okay. So when you were at, when you were at Walmart, if I watch the, the video from Walmart, it's going to show you there, obviously. If I talk to the people you said and you went to visit, it's going to show, they're going to tell me the, the same thing. Yes. If I talk to uh, the person you dropped your daughter off with, they're going to tell me roughly what time you showed up, right? Yes. Okay. So when you get home, you say you're you're watching TV in your dad's chair, you fall asleep, and you say you wake up about what time? Around 12, 12.30. Okay. And what time did you get home again? About 8. All right. Did you make any phone calls then? No. Did you get any phone calls? Not that I can recall. Was your phone on? Yeah, it was on. So you wake up. What's the next thing that happens? I went to bed. All right. What time did you wake up this time? Six. A.M.? A.M., yes. What time did your parents usually get home if they were working? Usually the in between 12.30, 1 o'clock, 1.30. All right. So if they had come home at, say, one o'clock, you'd have heard them because your dad's chair was right next to the door, right? No, it wasn't next to the door, no. I mean, it's it's closer to the door, though, correct? Yeah. All right. Well, he would have woke me up to All right. put me to bed. Because you're sleeping in his chair. You're right. So when you get up in the morning and mom and dad aren't there, what are you thinking? Well, see, they, dad had talked about going out of town Where was he going? He didn't say. He just said they were going out of town. He Usually if they go out of town, it's to like Pigeon Forge or mm -hmm. down. And, and was there a reason they were going out of town? Their anniversary. That's a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. When did he tell you he was going out of town or they were going out of town? It was like several days. Mm-hmm. Did he have any any surprise or anything for your mom? Just going out. Yeah, but I mean, usually somebody might say, "Hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna stay at this hotel, or we're gonna have dinner at their favorite place, or something like that." Oh, no. In other words, they're not just going out of town because it's Sunday night. They're going out of town because it's their wedding anniversary. Mm -hmm. And to most people, that's a pretty big. Yeah. No, he never said. Yeah, but you didn't ask. No. When they weren't out of town, would they tell people besides you that they were leaving? Not sometimes. Sometimes they would just go. 
Mm-hmm. Who would you say your dad's closest friend was? Probably Pete. He hung out with him all the time, Francisco. Correct. Okay. And what, what do you think their favorite thing to do was? Fishing. And how often do you think they went fishing? Uh, all the time. Would it surprise you to know that when I talked to the dentist, he told me you and your dad, I'm sorry, he and his dad, uh, your dad had a fishing trip planned for that day? Mm-hmm. And yet your dad never mentioned to him that he couldn't go fishing because he was taking your mother out of town. I don't know. I'm sorry? He could have, yes. Mm-hmm. No, I'm telling you, that that's, that's okay. what did happen. So I'm just a little confused as to uh, why your he, parents would say they're going out of town on their anniversary when your dad had a fishing uh, trip know. planned with the dentist. That's just what he told me. Does that surprise you? Yeah. Okay, it surprises me. When your parents went out of town, you said they stayed, usually they went where? If they were going overnight? Pigeon Forge. Anywhere else? Uh, they have went to down North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Was there any particular place they'd like to stay if they go back to the same place on a regular basis, like say Pigeon Ford, if they always went there, was there a hotel or a place that they like to stay? Not that I would. Because I'm that way. If I, yeah. go to, if I go to Seattle, for example, I like, I like to stay at the Four Seasons because mm-hmm. it's my favorite hotel in, in Seattle. So, I mean, if I go there on a regular basis, that's where I'm staying. So it's not unusual, especially for couples, to have a place that they, they not stay. Not that I know of. Mm-hmm. Since they were taking a trip, did they take anything with them? I, I don't know. I didn't look. Did, did your father have any, any special needs? He had high blood pressure and insulin. Okay, so if he's going someplace, he's definitely taking his medication, right? Yes. Because what would happen to him if he went on a trip he didn't have his medication? It wouldn't be good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Any, anything else your father might need? Not that I can recall. When I usually went out on trips... Uh, would they pack things or not? Yeah, they would pack some clothes. Okay. There's been times when I've went with them, you know, they would pack clothes. Where'd you go with them? To Peach and Forge, Gatlinburg. And when they went, where did they stay? They just when, different places. But when you went, where did they stay? In the same hotel with us. There was one time it was up in Gatlinburg. I don't remember the actual name of the hotel. All right. And where was the other place they went? We stayed at, there was another one in Pigeon Forge. What was the name of that? I could not tell you. You know, Chris, I think sometimes this is the reason you're having a problem. Mm -hmm. We got like amnesia here on some of this. Well, I mean, I don't. What what I'm telling you is, when I was nine years old, Mm -hmm. I went to New York City for the first time. Right. My father took me for my birthday. We stayed at a Howard Johnson's. 
I'm not sure why I remember that, but if something had happened to my parents and somebody asked me, what was the first hotel as a kid you remember staying in? I'm going to stay uh, the holiday of the uh, Howard Johnson's in Limbrook, New York. Now, right. you're, you're how old? 32. Okay. How old were you when you went on the last trip with your parents? The police officer has become aggressive because he is essentially telling Christopher, are you too stupid to remember these basic memories? Christopher, however, because he doesn't want to say, well, no, I'm not stupid. How dare you talk to me like that or something of that nature? He's too afraid to answer back just as aggressively. So he just plays it off as if, no, I don't remember. Now, the police are going to ask him, well, when your parents go on vacation, they either tell you or there's an indication of travel. You may see someone packing. You may see a toothbrush missing from the bathroom. You'll notice when he answers the question, he starts to stutter even more because he's realizing in his mind that the police are slowly catching his lies. Probably... Twenty-two. Okay. So since they're Somewhere gone, since they're gone now, I would say the last trip you took with your parents would have been memorable. Mm -hmm. And you still don't remember where you stayed? Not the hotel, no. Okay. So when you're when your parents went on a trip, and they're planning on going on a trip, other than them telling you they're going on a trip. What would they do to let you know they're going on a trip? How, how would you, what would they do to indicate what behavior might you see from your parents if they're going on a trip? Uh, just a normal behavior. I mean, it wouldn't be nothing. Mm -hmm. What about things like packing bags, uh, suitcases, things like that? Because normally people that are going to go on a, I mean, I go up to see my brother in Michigan. I'm going to take an overnight bag. I don't need much, but I can take just an overnight bag. Right. Got my shaving kit in it, a pair of jeans, extra pair of shoes. Since it's my brother's place, I've got clothes when I get there. Mm -hmm. So most people, when they travel, especially overnight, they're going to make some preparation. Right. Did you see him make any preparation? I No, not a, when I was there. Okay, describe what kind of uh, house... You were living in. I wasn't the best, best in the world, but. I mean, how big was it? It was a single wide trailer. All right. I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is, you know, I can usually tell when somebody's leaving because they pack a suitcase and they leave it by the door or they put it in the car. You know, mm -hmm. I, I I came down. On a Saturday morning, uh, three weeks ago, and I go into the kitchen, and there's my daughter. She's got her little wheelie suitcase packed, and I said, "Hey, Anna, where are you going?" "Oh, I'm I'm going to go visit my friends in Iowa City." "Okay, when are you coming back?" Uh, "Sunday night." "All right, have a good time." Mm -hmm. Now, how do I know she's going someplace? Because her suit, she's making some preparation. Right now, you know. Maybe because she's a girl, there's a lot more prep. <laughs> to me, it's like having kids, right? Yeah. When you go someplace, sometimes it's a, all right. Let me ask you, have you, have you talked to, to Elizabeth about your mom and dad and 
situation about you and what's going on? No, I'll talk to her a little bit, yeah. What have you said? I just told them, you know, told her what, how they were and for people-wise. No, what the detective's asking you is, have you told her about your situation in this investigation? I told her that I was still being investigated, yes. How many times have you been interviewed? Probably four, five. Mm -hmm. What's the longest interview you had? Probably the one in Lebanon. Okay, who interviewed you there? It was John Centala and Mike Mills, if I ain't mistaken. And how long did that go? A uh, couple hours. All right. You think it went well? As far as I know, yeah. Okay. How about how about the other interviews? Did they go well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what she said about it to you? Anything at all? No, she ain't said nothing really as far as. Has she asked you about it? How, what they've said? What, what they're doing or anything? Yeah, she's asked if you know what as far as what's been said on me. What's been said on you? I, that everybody you were looking at me. I mean, as far as with what everybody, like, outside, I've, she's heard a lot. Well, you had a, you had a, a polygraph test, right? Yes. How'd that go? Uh, he said not either pass or fail. Who said that? The gentleman that was doing the polygraph test. Okay. But you took more than one, right? I took two. Okay. So let's say the, the first one isn't pass or fail. How's the second one? Hey, I think he said it was a fail, but I don't remember. Okay. I'm guessing that if I was given a test on whether I murdered my parents or not, and, and the guy gave me the results, I think I kind of remember. You're, you're saying you don't seem to be sure. I'm fine. I'm not mistaken. It's a, the second one was a fail, but the first one was. All right. So if you did five interviews and they were math tests, mm-hmm. how do you think you did? I'd say good. Okay. So let's say if good is 75 or better, uh, 90s a B and 100s an A, what grade do you think you got? I'm probably 90. Okay. What did you think about the people that interviewed you? They were okay. They were friendly. Do you think they knew what they were doing? Yeah. See, that surprised me because my opinion was I didn't think they could find a raisin in a bowl of rice. Mm-hmm. I thought they were lost. You thought they did a good job? Uh, as far as the questions and everything, I mean, I think. Okay. Then how's, uh, how's Liz dealing with being incarcerated? Uh, not good that I know of. Well, again, you, you're kind of qualifying what you're saying. If I just ask you straight up, how's she doing? 
not good. Okay, what would indicate that she's not good to you? That she's in there. I mean, she ain't, she's since she hasn't, don't like it. Okay. Anything but else? But she's missing her kids. Sure. But. Has she had any problems since she's been in there? She said there was somebody, she told me that there was, somebody was saying something about mom and dad and she said something to them. What What were they saying about you, mom and dad? She didn't say. She didn't tell you? No. You didn't ask? Well, the way the phones are, that you really couldn't, it's more or less uh, like, I'll hear half of what she says. And then I have to get her to repeat everything. Did she talk? Says she talked to anybody else? Anybody else talk to her while she's in there? She said somebody come in and talk to her. Somebody. She said an investigator. She didn't say who. Did you say what it was about? <laughs> no. She didn't tell you what it was about. She said it was over talking about me. What about you? Just asking questions of how I am. Does she relate what type of questions about you? No, not to me. How does Elizabeth feel when she knows you're a suspect in this case? Not, I mean, she ain't really said anything to me as far as that she thinks I did it or. What'd you tell her? I told her I didn't. Did she believe you? As far as I know, she did. What did you tell her about you in this investigation? I just told her I was being investigated for their deaths. Well, sure. But a lot of people have been investigated for your parents' death. Uh, I guess my question would be, if I was your girlfriend, uh, how come you're, you're being interviewed so often, right? She never asked. All right. Tell me about when she came to pick you up on uh, at work. She when told me the day of the incident. She told me something had happened. Please keep in mind that the video will go still every now and again. The frames are being quite choppy. This goes on for just a little bit. As I said in the beginning, this camera was made since the day before forever. Did That's, you ask her what? Uh, yeah, she said it was something with mom and dad. Okay. So she says something's happened. And you ask what, and she says, something with mom and dad. Right. What's the next thing you ask? I asked her what happened, but she never would say. Mm -hmm. How long does it take you to get from where you worked to the restaurant? Probably 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. 25 minutes. What did you guys talk about on the way? Nothing, really. Because her daughter was... In between us. Mm -hmm. Did you talk on the phone during the ride? 
there was a Stephen Osborne that called when I got in cell phone service. How long were you out of cell phone service? I, from Swords Creek to Raven. Give me miles or minutes. Miles is seven. Okay. So you're saying how many miles is it total? Not that I don't know. Ballpark. And I'm from Chicago, remember? Probably 25. Okay, 25 miles. So let's say 30 minutes. So of those 30 minutes, you're out of cell range seven. So that leaves you roughly 23 minutes. So in those 23 minutes, why don't you call ahead and find out what was going on? Because when my phone rung, mm-hmm. Ariel took it out from my hands mm-hmm. to talk to Stevie. Okay, but they didn't talk for 23 minutes because no. I've, got, I've got the cell phone right. And she, well, she had my phone. Who did? Ariel. How old's Ariel? She was 17. Okay. 16. Did you ask her for the phone back? Mm. Yes. Did you ask her for the phone back? Yes, I did. Did she give it to you? No. Okay. So you got this 17-year-old who's got your phone. Something's happened with your mom and dad. You're not sure what it is, but it's pretty serious because your girlfriend's picking you up and she's taking you there. And your your 17-year-old girl takes your phone and she's not on it very long and you don't ask for it back. Why? I did ask for it back. Okay. And she said, no, why don't you take it from her? Because I, she handed it to her mother. Take it from her mother then. She was driving. Okay. I got to tell you, that doesn't make sense. I know something's happened to my parents. I'm on the way, and I've got a phone in the car. So when did she take it from you, if she took it? You you, you start out from work. You got your phone. When did she take the phone from you? Right when we got into cell phone service, right in Raven. So seven minutes into the journey, she takes your phone. I would say it longer than seven minutes. I'm sorry? I would say it was longer than the ride from... Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I've driven that, okay? So you're not out of cell phone service all that long. There are some spots where you drive and maybe you lose your uh, signal for a a minute and a half and it picks up another tower, but you're not, it's not a blackout for seven minutes. But I'm going to give you the benefit and say Mm -hmm. the clouds were heavy that day and you were blacked out for seven minutes. So that still gives you 23 minutes worth of time. So are you saying that she had your phone the entire time? Right. Okay. So if she had your phone the entire time, who would you text them? I would text to nobody. You're sure about that? Yeah. Okay. We all have relationships. We don't always tell the truth. What's the biggest lie you ever told Kirkina? That I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you tell a lot of them? No. 
So if I were to ask her, what's the biggest lie you ever told her? What do you think her answer might be? Uh, that I don't know. Right. Now, you said that, that sometimes your parents helped you with the bills. Sometimes you, you, uh, you helped them. Mm-hmm. Did you ever borrow any money from your parents? I did, yes. What's the most money you ever borrowed from mom and dad? Probably $300. What was that for? The electric. Okay. Now, I know growing up that I used to ask my dad for money, and sometimes he'd help me out, and sometimes he'd say that he couldn't. Mm-hmm. What's the largest amount of money you ever asked your mother for that she said she couldn't help you out? Probably five hundred dollars. What would that be for? For electric too. Okay, and that was how how close to their passing was that? How close? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was years before. All right. Now I'm going to talk within a month or so of their passing. Did you ever uh, ask your mother? For for money, uh, like, what's the largest amount of money that you asked your parents for? Say within the ninety days before they passed. Uh, probably forty dollars. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to tell you, uh, I've been working on this for a while. Mm-hmm. Even though this is the first time you're seeing me, mm-hmm. this is not the my first involvement here. Right. So I've talked to lots of people because like I told you, the sheriff brought me in to overview everything that's mm-hmm. been done so far. Did you ever threaten your mom for any reason? No. Did you ever get mad at her and think about threatening her? I've gotten mad at her before, yeah. But what, I've never... What did you get mad at her for? Well, I thought she was treating my ex's other two daughters different from my daughters. All right. So obviously when I when I talk to people, um, what they tell me is confidential between me and them. Right. So if somebody tells me something during an investigation, I'm not going to go to somebody else and mm-hmm. say, hey, listen, this person told me this. So I'm going to tell you for a fact that I have talked to someone in this investigation that told me that you went to your mother and asked her for hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. and told her that if she didn't give it to you, she was not going to be see one of her grandchildren. Did that happen? No. Why do you think somebody would say something like that? That I don't know. What was your reaction when you failed the polygraph? It wasn't good. What do you mean it wasn't good? I mean, I understand not failing the polygraph isn't good, but what was your reaction to it? Shocked. Okay. Any other reaction? No. Did you tell Cartina that you failed the examination? No. Why not? She never 
I told her that it was the one was inconclusive or neither a pass or a fail. All right. But she knew you took a second one. Mm-hmm. Why did you give her the results of the second one? I just didn't tell her. Mm-hmm. Did she say anything to you? How did that make her feel? She didn't say anything to me. She didn't discuss it with you? Mm-hmm. In the family, if I were to say to you, other than minor children, how many people in the immediate family are there? Your immediate family. In mine? Yeah. Five, six. Mm-hmm. You think if I were to go out and pull the family, you think the majority of them think you're not involved in this? Or do you think the majority of the family thinks you are involved in this? That I'm not. Who would you say your best friend is? Mine of uh, Brian McLaughlin. Right. Other than Brian, who else would you say you had a good relationship with? Uh, there was a Gerald Homemaker. Uh, I was friends with Tim Mullins. Mm-hmm. And how'd you know Tim? Through Cardina. And how'd you say your relationship with him was? It was good. Well, we hung out at times. Did you ever stay at his place? I did. Okay, what's the longest amount of time you ever stayed at his place? Overnight. So you didn't stay longer than overnight? No. How would you say your relationship with your family is now? Not good. Who don't you get along with? I get along with all my family. Who's the last one you talked to? Gail. Anybody else? Hmm. You talked with anybody on your dad's side? Uh, not recently, no. It's been a while. How long is a while? Probably a year. How come? Because I, I can't drive and I lost her number when I didn't have a cell phone. You got one now, right? I do. When, when did you lose your cell phone or didn't have a cell phone? It's been six, seven months ago. Did you have good relations with them before this incident happened? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd see them every now and then. I was not like I would, I maybe once or twice a year uh-huh. that I would see them. You don't know where they live? Not right off, no. There's three ways you can have knowledge of something. You know what they are? You saw something, somebody told you something, or you did something yourself. Those are the three ways you can have knowledge. Mm-hmm. Based on that definition, do you know who killed your parents? No. Do you have any theories or suspicions? as to who did it? Not really, no. 
When was the last time you saw your parents alive? That morning. What morning? Sunday morning. At what time? 10.30. What was the last conversation you remember having with your mother? I don't remember. What was the last conversation you remember having with your dad? Dad was, he called to tell me that the cop was there. I'm sorry? That the county cop was there looking for me. What do you think is the most important thing your dad told you that you learned from your dad? Always work hard. What else do you think you learned from your father? Uh, how to be a good person. Did he teach you to tell the truth? Yes. Did he teach you that being honest was important? Yes. Because I'm going to tell you that uh, I've talked to some some people, and again, we all make mistakes, but a lot of people said your, your father uh, was an honest person, mm -hmm. other than the, the issue we had with the dentist. He was. Would you agree with that? Yes. Give me three words that would describe your father then. He was a loving man. I mean, he cared about mom. Mm -hmm. That's two. He was a good person. Right. What kind of person was your mother? She was a good person. And what's, loving. What's the most negative thing you can think about your mother? I mean, just what somebody might say about your mother, not necessarily you. I, nothing that I... She liked to, she talked loud. Okay. Who do you think get along better with, your mom or your dad? Uh, both. Okay. I mean, I really it, it, It's real important, okay, mm -hmm. that you answer these questions truthfully. If I ask you a question and you answer it truthfully, I can eliminate you from this investigation. Right. Okay. If you tell me something that doesn't match what we know, mm -hmm. again, instead of eliminating you, it's going to put you in the middle of it. So when somebody asks you, uh, who did you get along with better, you, that's not a both answer. There, there's, there's five flavors of ice cream on the board up there, right? And my favorite is banana. His favorite is chocolate. Your favorite is banana. vanilla. And you hate pistachio. Mm -hmm. So please go ahead and answer that question. Mother. Okay. You got along better with your mother? Mm -hmm. All right. Tell me why you thought you got along better with your mother? I mean, we never argued or fought over really anything. What was the last thing you argued with your father about? It really wasn't an argument, but it was over his truck. Okay. On the brakes on it. Again, you need to talk to me in more than two word answers. Truck, brakes, vowel, can I phone a friend? You gotta tell me what happened. When I say to you, okay. what did you argue with your dad about? You need to tell me that story. The brakes had the caliber had broken, and it was when I was driving it, apparently, and he wanted me to pay for it. All right. 
Now, I'm pretty sure that I've talked, if I talk to your girlfriend, your girlfriend's going to tell me you're a pretty even-tempered guy. Mm-hmm. Would that be correct? Yes. Go ahead, grab that. Who's calling you? It's Liz's mother. Okay. Does she know what's happening? Yes. All right. So, again, you know, you talk to a lot of people. I've talked to a lot of people. Tell me why some people would tell me that most of the time you're a pretty calm guy. But when you lose your temper, you're really violent. Uh, usually, I've never really lost my temper. Okay, tell me three times in your life that you got the angriest and over what? Probably finding out Cardina was cheating on me. And how long ago was that? Uh, five, six years ago. I mean, I... What did you do? Did, did, did you uh, take a baseball bat and break out the windows of her car? No. What, did, what did you do that you remembered it was a very angry event? Just asking her why. I mean, I really wouldn't scream in or. All right. What would be the second thing? Arguing with Liz's ex-husband. Okay, what would be the third thing? I really don't. Okay, so you're saying physically you've never gotten violent with anyone? I've been in my entire life. I've been in from... School on. Well, you, you had a fight in school. Two fights. Yeah, but other than that. No. All right. When Cartina shows up at your work and she said something's going on at the restaurant, and you say what? Something's happened with mom and dad. What was the first thing you thought of? To go. No, no. What was the first thing you thought of? that you thought happened to mom and dad? Oh, I didn't know. Car accident. Is that what you thought of? Yeah. You thought they were in a car accident? All right. Why wouldn't you be involved in the death of your parents? Because I'm not that type of person. What type of person do you think would do something like that? Somebody that has some kind of you know, mental problem or like really desperate. If you were involved, would you tell me? Yes. Now, sometimes when you get really angry, you think about doing something even though you you wouldn't. 
It's it's human nature. Mm-hmm. It's like you you say to somebody, "Do you ever just think about killing your ex?" And the guy says, "Not since lunchtime." Mm-hmm. It doesn't make him a bad person. Do you ever get so mad at your parents that you thought about harming them, even though you didn't? No. How do you think the person who did this feels right now? Uh, that I really don't know how they would. What do you think should happen to the person who did this? Put in jail. A lot of times when I talk to people, they're involved in something like this. Many times after it's happened, they're sorry. They wish they'd never done it. Do you think the person who did this deserves any type of second chance? Say if they were sorry for doing this? Not really. Now, a lot of times you'll read something in the news and somebody would say, um, I would never do something like this or I would never do something like that. Or you know, sometimes I never find myself in that situation. Right. I will bet you if somebody talked to Liz and asked her a week ago if she thought she was going to be incarcerated for a week away from her children, I bet she'd say she wouldn't think that would happen in a million years. Right. If you were the investigator, you're me, and I'm you, and I tell you I did this, but there are some reasons as to why this happened, mm-hmm. would there be anything I could say to you that would make a difference as far as circumstances? No. What do you think's the worst thing that would happen to you if you said you were involved in this? The worst thing? Probably mm-hmm. the death penalty. Why do you think that? Uh, it's just what I've seen happens most of the time. Mm-hmm. Did they tell you that uh, you can't be eliminated? because of DNA at the scene? I think so. I'll say so, yes. Mm -hmm. Did you tell Liz that? No. Why do you think you didn't tell her that? I just never did. Well, she's she's a nurse, right? Yes. She likes to watch those crime shows, doesn't she? No. Okay. Why do you think the guy who did this cleaned up? We talked to the FBI, you know, the Behavioral Science mm-hmm. Unit. There's a guy named John Douglas who used to run that. Do you know what that is? Somewhat, think, yeah. What, what, what do you think that is? People that just go in and clean up. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is we talked to the FBI's Behavioral Science Unit okay. in Quantico, Virginia, and they do profiles mm-hmm. of 
people to commit certain types of crimes. Right. So, example, if he and I are looking for a serial rapist, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to call the behavioral science unit and we're going to ask them, what type of person are we looking for? Right. And they're going to tell me, are oh, you looking for a male white uh, between 20 and 30 years of age? Mm-hmm. You're looking for somebody who's not highly uh, educated, that type of thing. Okay. So when we talked to them, you know, one of the things that we had explained is that whoever did this cleaned the place up, tidied up after the fact. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that was done? Uh, the hot stuff. Okay. What type of stuff do you think the person was trying to hide? Uh, fingerprints. Okay. What else? I don't know. What else could Maybe you can just theorize it's okay. I'm just. I mean, that's really the only thing mm-hmm. that I could think of. All right. But even if the person was wearing gloves, you can still leave DNA at the scene. Do you realize that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a thing called touch mm-hmm. DNA. Okay. So uh, even though I'm wearing gloves, if my arm brushes against the counter, let's say, I'm going to leave skin cells right. on the on the counter. That, that's what they that's what they refer to it as. Okay. Why do you think the person that did this took the deposit but left Imam's purse there? I, I mean, obviously, if it's robbery, why do you think they didn't take Imam's purse? That I don't know. Your dad had money on him. They didn't take that either. Any idea why that might have been? No. So now the interrogators try a different tactic. The interrogator in this sequence tells Chris, I can see this is weighing heavy on you. Just admit what you did. You will feel a lot better. And eventually Chris confesses. This part of the video I cannot play for you because there simply isn't the audio. But... With this interrogator, Chris goes in a little more detail. So here is his confession. Okay, Chris. Can you talk to him here in just a few moments? Try to get all this cleared up. <clears throat> Chris. <clears throat> I understand what you said earlier. Uh, but can you tell me about what time you went down there? Okay. What was uh, what was your mom and dad doing at the time? Closing. Closing the store. Can you speak up just a little bit? So I know you're upset, but <clears throat> so uh, where was your mom at at the time when you first went in? They were doing paperwork. Okay. Um. Again. What started the argument? Just money. Money. Money problem. Okay. Alright, what was the first thing that you did after that? That's 
when we started arguing. Okay. Which all with your mom and your dad? Yeah. Okay. All right. Which what happened after that? That's when I got on mom. Cut her. Okay. What'd you cut her with? My knife. Your knife? Yeah. Okay. What kind of knife was it? It's just a regular knife. I don't. Remember. Do you still have it? No. What'd you do with it? I threw it away. You remember where? No. You sure? Okay. Did you drive up there? Yes. Okay. What kind of car did you drive in? It's my black car. Was that the Mazda? Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> now that was your car, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, what were you wearing at night? I sweatshirt, jeans, and tennis shoes. Okay. So, after you cut your mom, where, where was your dad? Oh, he was hitting me then when mom fell. He took off running out the back. So your dad was hitting you? Mm hmm Okay. Uh... And you said your mom fell. I, I can't take a nod. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is that what happened? Okay. All right. Tell me what uh, happened after that. I just chased after Dad and grabbed him from behind. Okay. What did you hit your dad with? I didn't hit him with nothing. Okay. You didn't hit him with nothing at all? No. Okay. Okay. Where was your dad at? When you called him? Going out the back door. Okay. What did you do then? That's when I grabbed him from behind. Okay. Explain to me what you did. I was just choking him. And then we fell. Okay. What happened after that? And that's when I went back inside. Back inside and do what? To make sure mom was not moving. Okay, what did you use? I did. I hit her with the fire extinguisher. Okay, where did you hit her with the fire extinguisher? In the head. You know how many times? No. Okay. What happened after that? Back outside. You went back outside? Mm -hmm. Okay. Please, let's, let's be clear. I know it's a lot to go through your head, but after you hit her with the fire extinguisher, what did you do with the fire extinguisher? I'll put it back. Put it back where? Where it was hanging. Okay. Um... Did you do anything else to her after that? No. Okay. Where did you cut your mom at? On her neck. Okay. Where at on her neck? 
throat. Did you go all the way around her head? I don't know. Can you demonstrate on yourself where you recall uh, cutting her to start with? Just using your fingers just on you? Somewhere through here, I guess. Okay. Do you remember what kind of knife it was? No. It was... Well, where did you get the knife? Uh, it's one I carried all the time. Okay, was it a big hunting knife or... No, it was just a regular knife, small knife. Okay. All right, after you did that, what, what happened then? I went outside. Okay, did they walk? Make sure Dad was gone. Okay. Okay, what happened? Uh, what'd you do to your dad then? That's when I cut him. Where'd you cut him? In the neck, too. Okay. Now, when you said you grabbed your dad from behind, how did you grab your dad? With your hands? With your arms? With my arms. Uh, can you tell me how exactly did you have him in a headlock or around? Yeah. Okay. All right. What did you do then to get him on the ground? We just fell. Okay. Did you have anything else with you other than your knife? No. Nothing else? No. All right, after you cut your dad's throat, what happened? I got in the car and left. Okay. Did you take anything with you? I took the deposit bags. Okay. What did you do with the deposit bags? I threw them out, too. You recall where? No. Are you sure? Was there any money in the deposit bags? I think there was. Did you take the money? Mm-hmm. You remember how much money? No. Okay. What did you do with the checks? They were still in the bag. Okay. Which way did you go home? Through Claypool Hill. Okay. Did you go, when you say through Claypool Hill, do you mean towards Richlands or towards Top? Towards Walmart. Towards Walmart. Okay. Where'd you go? How'd you... What route did you go that way? Just through... Did you stop anywhere on the way? No. Okay. Was there anybody with you? No. Okay. Where did... Uh, all right, after you went to Walmart, which way did you go? Across Ravenous Branch. Or there at PM Quitmore. Okay. Uh, did you go straight home after that? Mm-hmm. Okay. What'd you do when you got home? Took my clothes off and threw them in the washing machine. Okay. Did you say you had some boots on? I had tennis shoes on. You had tennis shoes on? 
You still have those tennis shoes? Mm -hmm. What kind of were they? I don't remember. You don't remember at all? No. Okay. Why'd you throw them out? I didn't throw them out. What happened to them? They just got old and worn out. Do you still have the clothes today that you wore? I don't think so. I mean, trying to, what, you said jeans and a sweatshirt, right? Yeah. Remember what kind of sweatshirt? No. Would the sweatshirt say on the movie? I don't think so, nothing. Okay. While you were there, did you call anybody? No. Did the phone ring? No. Nobody called? Not that I know of. Okay. Did anybody come in? No. Okay. Did you lock the doors when you got there? No. Okay. Before you left, you said you checked, went out and cut your dad, right? Okay. Before is that the time that you left, or did you do something else before you left? No, on the way out, that's when I was mopping, mopping the foot tracks. Okay. Were you uh, covered in blood? Not that I know of. Okay. Did you have any gloves on? When you did this? I think so. <laughs> well, come on now. This, this, you yeah, I had a pair of gloves on. Okay, what kind of gloves? Just nylon gloves. What'd you do with those? I threw them out. Okay. Did you throw these, this bag and your gloves and on the way home? Mm-hmm. Okay. You recall where at? Not right off, no. I don't know. Oh, are you telling me the truth about that? Yes. Okay. I don't know where I threw them out at. Okay. You think you threw them out before you got home? I threw them out before I got home. Okay. Was it just before you got home, or was it kind of on the way? It was on the way. I was... Did you take the money out before you did that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Is there any possibility you still have that knife? No. You would call, did you throw it out the same time that you did the? Mm -hmm. Okay, did you put it in the money bag? No. Did you seem to think, did you throw them out at the same time? Yeah, they were all hit all of it was at the same time. Okay. Can you what think? Road were you on? Through PM Quick Mart right there somewhere. Okay. Did you throw it out right there or did you throw it out going across the mountain road? 
Because that's the only way you can get on the cross, or did you take another route? No, that's the way I went. Okay. Anybody see you pull out? Did you talk to anybody? No. After you left? Did you talk to anybody when you got home? No. Okay. So the next day, what did you do? That's when I went to work. So that part is the truth of what you told us? Mm-hmm. That you went to work? Okay. Have you told anybody, have you told Cartina that you did this? No. You haven't told so? No. Is there anything else that I need to know for you to help yourself that you need to tell me? I'm sorry. Okay. But are you pretty sure on the time at the time that you got there? It was around there. Okay. Where did you say you parked again? Around back. What, what kind of vehicle were you driving? It was a Mazda. When you say around back, is that near the car wash? No, on like right behind the building. Okay. What door did you go in when you went in the first time? The front door. Where was your mom when you went in the front door? Right there on the side doing paperwork. Did she offer you anything to eat? No. Okay. Has she already had you food laid out? No. Okay. When you left, where did you? How did you leave? The back door. You didn't hit your dad with nothing else. No. Are you sure, Chris? Yes. So, when you and him were in the back, were you just, how were you uh, on him? I mean, was he, was he like, if, if this is your dad, are you behind him? Is he facing away from you, or is he facing towards you? Away from me. Okay. Did you have, how did you have a hold of him? Just around his neck. Okay, with which which arm? I think my right one. Okay. So at that point, what happened with that? Then that's when we fell. Okay, what did you continue to do at that time? Just holding him there. Okay. How long? I don't know. Was he on top of you then? Yeah. Okay. Did you roll him over or? I just moved out of the way. And Did you hit him again? I never hit him. Okay. Did you kick him or step on him or anything of that nature? No. You sure? 
Isso. Ok. Just, I'm just clarifying. Is that when you went back inside? Yes. Okay. And was your mom moving still at that time? Yes. Okay. What did you do then while she was still moving? That's when I hit her with the fire extinguisher. Okay. Did you cut her any more after that? No. Are you sure? No, I didn't cut her anymore after that. Okay. Was the neck and the throat the only place you cut her? Yes. Okay, did you hit her, where did you hit her at with the fire extinguisher? On the head. Anywhere else on her body? No. Did she fight you? She did. Okay, where did she hit you at? She didn't really hit me. What did you say? To stop. And why do you think he didn't? Because I was angry. So you were still angry after you got outside and then came back? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear you, Chris. Yes. Did your dad say anything to you when you grabbed him? No. Do you think you can write me a statement on this? Probably not. You don't think you can do it? No. Would you be willing to try? I can try, but I don't think I could. Well, if you'll try for me, okay, I'd appreciate it. This will help you. I'm sorry. I don't know what to write. Well, just basically like you did before, tell me what happened. Why you went there. What started the argument. <clears throat> he was trying to get money, right? Borrowed money? He 
fixed for money. for money. And then he got into an argument and it led, led to what it led to. So that's basically what I need to know. If you can write that down for me, that's definitely going to help, help you. Where's the car at now? Uh, junked. Junked? Mm -hmm. What junkyard? I didn't do it. Oh, you didn't do it? I didn't have it junked. Cardina have it junked. Oh, she did. Was it her car too, or? No, it was my car. Okay, why she have it junked? Because it was sitting down there. At her house. Because mm -hmm. I'd left it because the battery had went out on it or something. Mm -hmm. Car still run, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Where'd you get the gloves at that you had? I just had them from work. Mm-hmm. Just throw those away too? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I believe you said, did you say you threw the knife and them and the money bag away at the same time? Or? Mm -hmm. Okay. Did you wear a t-shirt? You're going to be able to write this statement for me. You're not going to be able to. Eventually, Chris was sentenced to life in prison with no possibility of parole.